Hello, hello. Welcome to episode three of Ramblings from Two Meddling Kids. I am Edward Hunt with my friend, Mike Cunningham, and we are the Meddling Kids. So today we're going to be reviewing Wakanda Forever. For those joining us for the first time, or if you just want a quick review, we're going to give a spoiler-free review, so don't worry if you haven't seen the movie yet. Listen to the first five, ten minutes. We'll let you know before we start giving spoilers, just to hear our thoughts. From there, we're going to give a brief plot summary so you have an overarching idea of what we're working with, and then we'll give you a play-by-play, kind of like you were in the movies with us, but you weren't. Then, finish with an outro. Mike, you ready to get started? I am. Awesome. Kick us off with a spoiler-free review. Okay, so Wakanda Forever starts um, after the events of Endgame, Mm -hmm. so we've had the Thanos snap, and we've also had the revert back, so everybody's, you know, returned to the land of living. Um, and we just see how like Wakanda's like state mm-hmm. um, after that. Yeah. Um, and then obviously it's also after the passing of Chadwick. So it's very much like a a ret- like a, a tribute to Chadwick, both the character as Black Panther and T'Challa and Chadwick, Bo- Chadwick Boseman as an actor. For sure. Um, so you see them kind of Wakanda and the actors, you mm-hmm. know, from the the film mourning. Um, the loss of you know such a such a legend. Sure. Um, and so we get introduced to a new um, uh, antagonist. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler. It's it's Namor. No, I'd say yeah, using the trailers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we get and it, it's a uh, basically after the events of Black Panther, the original, the first one, uh, T'Challa introduced the world to Vibranium. Yes. And so now there is an arms race, basically mm-hmm. looking for Vibranium outside of. Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only place they find it is under the sea, yep. which disrupts the uh, kingdom of Namor. Mm-hmm. So he comes to, he becomes, you know, the antagonist in the, in the story trying to protect his people mm-hmm. um, against the service dwellers. Sure. Um, and so we see that's, you know, that's, you know, basically the story. Spoiler, spoiler free. Sure. Um, so kind of what would you give it out of like a five? Out of five, I would give it a four, four, like it's a four, four and a half. Like I, I was, I told you at the, cause obviously we watched it last night. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> I liked it better than the, the oh, original in, cool. in some ways. I do get after taking some time to take notes, I do see some of the flaws that you have brought up mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. where it was weak in some areas. I think anything outside of like a Wakandan mm-hmm. or uh, somebody from Namor's side, mm-hmm. it did kind of fall flat. Yeah. Um, so I will agree with that, but like, I just like how the story was told. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing very good with these, uh, I guess, modern day villains where they're not villains. Like Eric, uh, Michael B. Jordan, sorry, said mm-hmm. it, uh, best during the, the run for Black Panther. He mm-hmm. was saying how he wouldn't call Killmonger a villain. Mm-hmm. He would call him an antagonist because there's so many layers to that villain just says, you think evil. Yeah. Antagonist, there is a depth to it that like you it's not just I'm doing this because I am a, a flawed person. There's like something deeper than yeah. that. Yeah, Black Panther does a great job of it's not black or white, it's gray. Yes. Right. It's just a very from like there aren't just people aren't just plain evil. Well, there are plain evil people, yes. for sure. It's a Marvel movie. But a lot, like you said, Killmonger, he was a very gray antagonist. Yes. Like you can really understand where he was coming from in the original Black Panther. Yeah. So like um I think they did that very well. And also, like I was saying earlier, it was the movie, I think Ryan Coogler and the actors got mm-hmm. a chance to send off uh, yeah. Chadwick in, you sure. know, in an amazing way. He was, you know, obviously it's, he worked in film. So like all of his movies are will, you know, forever be, you know, a, a stamped and, mm-hmm. you know, in 
uh, history, but like they really gave him a legendary send off. And it's yeah. nice to see Marvel did it. Um, and then like so, so many things outside of Hollywood, I mean, outside of um, film, mm-hmm. I guess, outside of film did it. So like um, The Harder They Fall, I sure. think that came out last year, one of my favorite movies from mm-hmm. last year. Um, some of his, like he wasn't even in the film at all, but mm-hmm. they... The name of the uh, the the train that they stopped okay. in the film yeah, was yeah, named yeah. C. A. Bozeman. So it's just like gotcha. you see his stamp not only as an actor but as this character in the Black Panther, kind of them giving him that send off. Yeah, and I think it was a very good send off. It was a nice passing of the torch to the next Black Panther, the next generation. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an all in all just a really good film. Like I said, I liked it better than the original because it um, because of the story that they had to tell and then the grief sure. that they were kind of going through both in the film and as they were filming it. So yeah. definitely I'd say a four and a half. Cool. Awesome. Because it had some, it did have some, uh, some flaws. Yeah. Um, okay. Me, uh, I'm going to give it a three and a half. So I want to really echo a lot of what Mike said here. Um, I feel that when you're looking as a send off for Chadwick Boseman, phenomenal. I think when you look at the portrayals of Shuri uh, from Letitia Wright uh, acting as Shuri was great. Um, Queen Ramonda, I think she was pretty good for the most part. Like her actress, great. Her character, I was a couple parts with her character. I was just like, okay, I can kind of see where you're going, but it seems like a bit of a leap. Yes. But then, okay. um, my issue with the movie was the pacing. I think the middle parts, couple parts felt a little too long. A couple things felt not quite as buttoned up. I think the third act, the climax, that was rushed to me. That was all of a sudden, and we'll get into it. That was like bang, 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 bang. And then to me, it felt like when there were like 10 minutes left, because this is a two and a half hour movie. So it's a bit of a longer movie and that's fine. Like I like slow burn movies. I have nothing wrong with longer movies. But to me, what it felt like is after uh, this end part of it, they're like, holy crap, we need to wrap up four storylines really quick. And then they're just like, okay. And then everything felt very rushed at the end. Um, so I didn't, you didn't get as much emotional connection with other characters. There's another character in there, um, a young woman, and I didn't really feel that connected with her in the movie. When she was in parts, I was kind of like, okay, I get it, but I don't feel like... Well, what I will say to that mm-hmm. is, not that you're wrong, but I think that character is already getting a, a TV series. Mm-hmm. So it was just uh, you getting your eyes on that yeah, character yeah, yeah. first, and then it'll be flushed. Her story will be flushed out. That's great. Um, in the in the series. Yeah. But fair. Yeah. It's like, and I'm great, but 100% after seeing her, her portrayal in this movie, I'm like kind of even less inclined to really care about watching that show. Because I'm just like, I didn't feel that connection with her because mm-hmm. it just, again, her characterization felt rushed. It felt rushed and not completely as fleshed out as it could have been. And it seemed like they were kind of just relying on be like, yep, you're going to see her. You're just going to like her. Mm. She's a spunky character. It's, it's going like to be hoping for a sequel in the original. It yeah. Like, well, let's see how this does for Exactly. Like, okay. But again, uh, so I also want to say a three and a half is still a good movie yeah. for me. A three and a half is still an entertaining movie. I was entertained with the movie. I enjoyed it. I can also say there might be some bias. I have been very marveled out since um, Iron Man. So <laughs> like, so we can say that. And like, I've watched all this. No, since literally like the Iron Man two, I was I remember like I, <laughs> I still haven't I haven't seen Iron Man two. You saw Avengers like again? It's like oh my god! And don't get me wrong, I've seen all the Avengers, uh, but I did not see. Jesus. Um, oh yeah, no, it's I've been very marvelled out 
That's like seeing Superman in the seventies and be like, "Okay, you got one more. Guys. <laughs> you got one more at best, man." And fifty years later, more Superman movies. Uh, I'm a DC comic fanboy. I am. Uh, I've read a lot of Marvel. So comics there's a too. bias. That, all right, there bias. is some bias with it. But again, with even just, like, to get marveled out in 2010, <laughs> they have twelve more. We got a long way to go, guys. Yeah, man. But again, and looking at, um, I think Marvel did a great job of exploring new content that hasn't really been explored as much in Marvel mm-hmm. of having this loss and having these things happen to these characters was really cool. But so that's why, again, I'm, I'm going to repeat what I said. Everything about Chadwick Boseman's character, um, T'Challa no longer being black Panther and seeing our main characters mourn him mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Yes. The end scene, um, Sure, Letitia Wright, she was amazing. I thought she was great. You really see her transition, like not even transition, you see her arc. You see a phenomenal character yeah. arc with her, and that was great. But I felt middle parts of the movie dragged a little bit. I felt the end felt a little rushed, and that was the not parts about Chad Bozeman's uh, close off. But yeah, again, entertaining movie. I thought it was good. I think it's a lot better than a lot of other Marvel movies mm-hmm. I've seen. Um, but yeah, again, Three and a half. Do I think you should still see it? Yeah, I would. I mean, I would see it in theaters. I would watch it again. But just for what it was, yeah, three and a half. Okay. All right. So we got a four and a half. We got a three and a half. Both can agree. Again, good parts. Four is fine. Hey, we don't got to agree on everything. (laughs) But um, awesome. So from here, let's take a quick word for our sponsors. If you can see the B on my hat, I'm a member of the Just Be Real Estate team in the DMV. Uh, I'm also working on plenty of other projects, but for now, let's focus on real estate. If you're trying to buy or sell a home, it can be a very hard, complicated process. If you'd like some more advice or just to measure out your ideas with somebody, please hit us up at any time. Um, also, if you, even if you're not in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia, where my team is located, we have connections all over the country, and we can help you out that way, too. But let's get back into it. Mike, give us a summary, an overarching summary of the movie, please. Sorry, quick time. Uh, We are getting to spoilers. So if you have not seen this yet, both of us do recommend see it. We highly recommend see it. If you'd like spoilers before you see it, now is the time for you to keep listening. Okay. So there's just a plot summary of uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, The people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from intervening world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. Yes. So they're just... As uh, their Black Panther, their protector has gone, has passed, um, so many of the world leaders, you know, or just the world is coming at them. So mm-hmm. we have to both grieve and, you know, find a way to stay, uh, you know, a, a nation that's strong. For sure. Um, so there we go. Do you awesome. want to start or do you want me to start? Yeah, I can start with this. Yeah. So um, as Mike says, we open up with uh, T'Challa dying. Uh, we open up, we see Shuri. She is trying desperately to recreate the heart-shaped herb. For those that might not know, that is what gives Black Panther his powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they you know, grind it up. The person drinks it. They now have the powers of the Black Panther. At the end of the last movie, Killmonger destroyed all the other heart-shaped herbs, which is why she is trying desperately, because T'Challa has contracted a disease. Yes. Um, he's dying. I think something I really appreciated with this is that we don't actually see Chadwick Boseman's oh, character yeah, anymore. And I like that. It, rather than have just some pure CGI kind of like... Yeah, some Princess Leia, Luke. Yeah. Um, and like to, instead of just some pure CGI uh, thing, we don't actually see... We don't see his body. We don't see him die. Mm-hmm. And I felt that was respectful to yes. him. I felt that was very respectful to 
his character, but then we still see Shuri especially and her grief. Yes. And we see all of this happen while she's trying desperately to mm-hmm. save him. But then her queen Ramonda comes in, her mother, and says, he's no longer with us. Yes. It was like, so yeah, she, it opens up, she's praying to mm-hmm. Bosk, their, their god, yes. the panther goddess, mm-hmm. uh, or god, I don't know which one. Um, and then like somebody in the, in her lab is like, well, he's, you know, he's taking his, you know, he's not looking good. Go mm-hmm. spend time with him. Yes. And she's just like, no, she's like really trying to get this configuration down for this herb. Mm-hmm. And then her mom comes in, he's dead. Yeah. And she immediately like, they both just grieve. Yes. And then it jumps into. It's powerful. Yes. It's powerful. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it jumps into, um, the funeral for. Mm-hmm. T'Challa. Yes. And this is interesting because of the fact that in the original Black Panther, you saw the ritual for him to become Black Panther. So mm-hmm. it was just like this whole thing. And it was just like, it's a really showing the culture yeah. of Wakanda. Isn't it very much like just um, Africa yes. and, and how like how Africans really celebrate uh, or how what certain rituals and uh, traditions that, they, you know, these the people have. So it was like, we saw the ritual to become Black Panther mm-hmm. in the last film. We yep. see the the funeral procession, because that was a big thing too. When and when Killmonger first defeats T'Challa yes. mm-hmm. at the ritual combat thing, their their main issue, obviously realizing they needed to protect themselves, yeah, um, is they didn't get to bury him because it's very important that mm-hmm. they properly bury. That's why uh, Killmonger's dad didn't make it to the yes. ancestral plane because mm-hmm. they didn't get to properly bury him. So yeah. burial is very important because this idea that death is not the end. Yeah, uh, T'Challa said that several times throughout the. His uh, appearances in the MCU. So you see this funeral procession. Everybody's dressed in all white. Mm-hmm. We were talking, we were about <laughs> because of the fact that I think because death is not the end, mm-hmm. a funeral is, shouldn't be a somber occasion. It should be a celebration of that person's life. Yeah. Like just the all white. Now, granted, like you did say like... <laughs> so, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. so what happened with the funeral procession is everyone... Everyone but like the main characters. That's uh, Shuri, Ramonda, Okoye, General Okoye. She was in all the other movies. They are everyone but those characters are like celebrating, dancing, and you see smiles and fun. And then you have the people who are actually carrying the casket and they're crying. And I also, I kind of took me out is even the people carrying it, they're crying, but they're like stepping in tune with the beat. And I'm like, y'all are just forcing them to dance while they're carrying this casket and all upset. I think it's one of those things like all of those people that were in the procession were family members, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Like the people that ride in the, if you ever been like a part of a funeral of like somebody has passed, yeah. There's the people like they ride their own yeah. cars to the I've, cemetery, I've and then there. there's the people that ride. Like my family, we usually do like a limo or something mm-hmm. for like the close family members. So it's like obviously the people that are, are part of the funeral have a more of a connection with it. Yes, but so my, even and, yeah. and once again, mm-hmm. it's also trying to. You can't explain somebody's grief. Like, yeah. yes, because even with Shuri, we do find out that she she likes science over uh, the spiritual. Yeah, the ritual and the spiritual. She, so, she can interact So, like, yeah, that's why her this. grief overtakes her. The same thing with her mom. Like, in the past, what, she just lost her husband. Yeah. Now she's lost her son. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like, she's like, yeah, trying to keep that face because in that, in that religion, in their belief, this mm-hmm. isn't the end. But still, that person is g- gone or what you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's just like it's a it's trying to understand grief is is like you'll it's a losing battle. For sure, battle for sure. I agree. But yeah. But and you still see all these smiling, happy people, <laughs> and while like all these other people sat and like for me it was like I had this thought in the movie theater. I was like, if the entire culture of Wakanda mm-hmm. is everyone it knows that, oh no, it's fine, we're happy yeah. he's dead because he's not with the ancestors, 
why are the people, even the people who are crying and grieving, why are they still crying and grieving then? Because you've been raised since you were a small child to believe you're going to the ancestral realm next. But also, I mean, with Okoye, she's mm-hmm. seen him die twice. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he was one of the ones that was snapped away in uh, mm-hmm. Endgame? No. Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. So it's just like she's seen him go twice. I mean, mm-hmm. once again, it's like explaining, like explaining grief. is Yeah, oh, for sure. It's... It's a lost call. So anyway, you have the funeral procession, and then they send him off, and it's like nice to see that their actual how they send yeah. um, send off the people that have passed. That's just, even, any, even saying that something like that, it, rather than saying he died, it's you passed. Yeah, because as if there's a transition. Mm-hmm. This is, but this is the end. But we and, don't we don't need to get into. Yeah, for, but then also, and then I will say when uh, he gets beamed up because uh, yeah. the casket gets beamed up in the ship, then all the smiling happy people all of a sudden decide, oh wait, crap, no, I should yeah. I should be like showing some respect. And yeah. granted, I could be very much putting my own yeah. spin on like I've seen more funerals as more like a somber occasion, and that's mm-hmm. when like people in my family have passed. It's been this is somber. Afterwards, yeah, you can go drink and everything, but the actual occasion itself, you kind of wait until. Not to be vulgar, they're in the ground, mm. and then you can like celebrate other ways too. But that's just also me putting that there. But oh, okay. have so, yes, they beam yeah. him up into the ship, and that's his final like mm-hmm. his going away. And then it cuts to the Marvel logo with all of the um, which was also really nice. Yes, yeah, that was awesome. And it was like what I will say was like in the theater, silent. oh yeah, and it was like it, they really immediately they put you into this mood. It was like, this is a, this is your, our moment of silence for our, uh, yeah. our fallen brother. And like, it's think goosebumps. Like, it's hard to see where I'm kind of like, I remember seeing that because instead of the normal Marvel clips of all the other and superheroes, it was just Chadwick Boseman's mm-hmm. character, Black Panther, him smiling, him hugging his friends and fellow actors. And it was, it was a beautiful send off in like such a Marvel way that only Marvel could do that because mm-hmm. Marvel's opening Marvel um, credit is iconic, but then to, for them to have taken it and then portrayed it that way, again, very similar to how I loved how they did not show a CGI mm-hmm. T'Challa, this felt very respectful and like one of the best send-offs you could really have in the Marvel universe yeah. almost. Yeah. I think they did kind of the same thing with Stan Lee. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I wasn't thinking about that, but yeah. But so yeah, after that, after the opening credits and like literally this uh, moment of silence, mm-hmm. we get one year later. And uh, Queen Ramona, Ramonda, Ramonda, I'm pretty sure it's spelled R A M O N D A. So, so for Ramonda. Mispro- I'm pretty sure it's Ramonda for mispronouncing it. We apologize. Yeah. So she's been summoned to the UN mm-hmm. because the UN, once again, since Chad, not Chad, but since T'Challa in the original opened up mm-hmm. Wakanda to assisting the world the same yes. the way Killmonger had wanted, mm-hmm. um, they haven't done it. Yes, um, and it's. For and it's understandable. It's for fear of uh, a whole thing of like colonization, and yeah. Not for fear of what vibranium can do. It's what these people will do with it. Exactly. And also, like you have uh, the United States and France. France, especially, is kind of like laying in. Like, yeah. why aren't you helping us? We can do things. Meanwhile, it flashes to um, a Wakandan outpost, and then you have like uh, not the French Foreign Legion. I don't know what French special ops soldiers are called, yeah. but the equivalent of Navy SEALs, but French. Attacking the Wakandan outpost so they can get vibranium. So while this, uh, you know, you France UN person, she is being like, "You should be helping us. We should have vibranium." She knows there's a secret force attacking a yeah. Wakandan mm-hmm. outpost, or attacked them like a couple days before. Yeah. It's very hypocritical. Yeah, yeah so it's nice yeah. to see France as the bad guy, not just the U.S. I will say, you've never seen it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, just like it's like just not the U.S. quite so bad. I was like, that's cool. You know, like it's just another country, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as she's giving a speech about how like. Mm-hmm. We we're fearful of what 
other powers will, other nations will do with this. Yeah. They bring in that that mm-hmm. force that tried to breach the outreach. Yep. Post. Um, and it's just like they sent everybody the video showing proof of it, and it yes. says if we if we if you guys try if anybody tries this again, we'll take it as an act of aggression, and we won't be as lenient. Yep. Because yeah, they did a like they did not kill these people. These special ops soldiers came in. They had every right to get mm-hmm. special ops soldiers shot at people, and luckily yep. no Wakandans died. The Wakandan people had every right there to kill all of them. And, like, if they had come in and been, like, dropped their heads in the U.N., I'd be like, okay, that seems, that's a little I much. I know, but... Marvel, but I was hoping they got executed in the yeah. U.N. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, do this shit again, <laughs> and it will pop up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they had a very, very... Oh, Jesus. That's, just, very, that's just your boy. That's just, yeah. <laughs> But they had a very lenient way mm-hmm. of being, like, cool. This is also very man. diplomatic because at yes. the end of the day, we... Don't you want do war. want you don't want war. You yeah. want you do want peace. Yes. You can't bring about peace with nothing but violence. Yeah, I mean, even though nations have tried. Yeah. So then it goes to uh, Queen Ramonda is telling them it's like good luck finding vibranium anywhere else because mm-hmm. the Wakandan people there was a meteorite or an asteroid that fell into Wakanda and that's how they got vibranium mm-hmm. and they think they're the only ones to have vibranium. Yes. The U.S. has a little sensor for vibranium and it's in the ocean now. Atlantic Ocean. The Atlantic Ocean. So you have these the special ops team and this big old kind of like not a swipe as an aircraft carrier but a pretty big military vessel looking for vibranium and they found it in the Atlantic. Yes. Well, after they find it, all of a sudden stuff starts happening. Yeah. You have uh, a new these Heads start popping out of the water. They start doing the siren the song, siren song, which like, was really cool. It was really cool. Like yeah. so, yeah, you hear the siren song. Well, first the scouts mm-hmm. that were in the that yes. were, went to to look up look at the machine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They see that the machine the machine has struck a vibranium. Yep, and then they just the the signals lost. Yep, them. signals lost. Yeah. And then you start hearing the sirens, and then like random workers on the vessel. If you hear it, you immediately just jump to the, you know yep. jump to your death. Is that from like the Odyssey or something? Yeah, Odysseus and the yeah, Odyssey. The so. Iliad and the Odyssey. Sirens would have you have the song, and then if you hear the song, you would then throw yourself in the ocean, and then you'd either drown from that, or the sirens would kill you yeah. and probably eat you. So what happens is um, you don't know who these people are yet, mm-hmm. but all these heads pop out, and then you just see scores of all these researchers just zombified walking mm-hmm. and jumping into the water, and you have to be like, what in the world yeah. is going on? So then. Um, the two commanding officers there realized to put in uh, earphones yeah. or mm-hmm. uh, earplugs and they start going off. Um, one guy dies because then these blue skinned people yes. uh, c- climb up out of the water onto the boat and just start spearing and killing everyone else. Um, you're- oh, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. then, yeah. So there's two, basically two researchers left. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the one dies because he gets speared in the chest yes. and then the, the remaining one retreats to the helicopter. Mm-hmm. You think she gets out. The helicopter flies <laughs> off and like, it's w- weird. The people that the invaders are, that have, you know, mm. attacked the ship are just like, well, he'll take, basically he'll take care of it. Yeah. And then like, so the helicopter's flying off and you just see it, something grab it. Yep. And then just start whirling it around, whirling mm-hmm. around and it just lands in the ocean. Yeah. And all these people die. There's no survivors. Yeah. Everyone's and dead. And then you just see a shadowed figure mm-hmm. floating above the helicopter in the ocean. Yeah. And then we jump back to Wakanda. Yes. And then because right now, and we'll get into it, but the U- this was a U.S. operation. Mm-hmm. They just assumed the Wakandans. Yes. Because this. if it has to do with vibranium, they assume that the Wakandans are on it. Yep. Exactly. Uh, so that, yeah, that is the U.S.'s, uh, the, the CIA, I believe, or just all C- of the, yeah, the CIA's, CIA, CIA, FBI. They assume that. that the Wakandans attacked the ship. So yeah. back in Wakanda, mm-hmm. Queen, um, after her 
uh, meeting with the the UN. She goes and sees Siri, and Siri's hard at work in the lab, mm-hmm. and she's just like, "Come with me." Yes, you don't you don't need your beads or anything like that. You don't that. need just your tech. You don't need your stuff because Come with me. you realize it has been a year since the passing of T'Challa. It's the anniversary of the anniversary. Death. Sorry, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so she takes her out to kind of like into nature. Mm-hmm. To so there's a ritual in once again learning more about the the culture of these people. Yeah, um, there's a ritual where you burn the funeral garb that you wore. Mm-hmm. Um, to you know, to the funeral. Yes, as and a way to mark continuing. Yeah, on. you're passing mm-hmm. the passing of your grief. Yes, the passing of your grief. And because Siri, Shuri is so adamant about being a scientist mm-hmm. and like living by science and logic, mm-hmm. um, she's like, "Oh, I'm not going to do this." Yeah. Um, and then there is a you see Namor. I, I didn't yes. think you were going to see him this like this. You soon. see him early, yeah. But like he comes out of the water, and they're immediately on edge. Mm-hmm. Like once again, they're warriors, so like it's not yeah. like they're damsels, damsels in distress. Well, also, how did someone get into Wakanda? Yes, yeah, so no one can get thing. into Wakanda. Yeah, like, so like they're confused mm-hmm. because of the fact that since it's all water, he had to swim like 150 like kilometers or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so he just tells them about the attack mm-hmm. on the in the, at the Atlantic Ocean. It was yeah. like, well. Somebody, some scientists found a way to find it by bringing it. Yep. And they came to one of our, like our, the, the his people's land. Yep. Um, In the ocean. Yeah. So he tasked the Wakandans with finding the scientists and bringing them yeah. to him. Because he also, he blames the Wakandans. Yeah. He blames he, T'Challa because yes. of the fact that he let the people, let the world know about vibranium. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's when they started searching for it. Exactly. So he tasked the Wakandans with finding it. Mm-hmm. And it's, so now they they have to, the Wakandans have to find a scientist and they're on some, um, very much like when you, you're in a movie where your child gets kidnapped and yeah. you can't go to police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, because Namor is also like, if you tell anyone about it. Outside of Wakanda, yeah. like, that means he'll take it as an act of war. Exactly, and then we will wage war against your people. And so, um, now you have, now Okoye, mm-hmm. the general of the Dora Milaje, yes. uh, is tasked with finding the scientist. Mm-hmm. So she takes Shuri with her to the United States. Shuri really wants to go. At first, Queen Ramonda is like, no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But then Shuri's listening. She's like, no, it's fine. I'll go. And then uh, General Okoye is like, well, this might be good for Shuri because mm-hmm. since the year of T'Challa passing, she's just kind of been holed up in the lab. Yes. She, like science has been her resource. Science has been her way of you know deal- coping with everything. So she's really been... Um, hold up in there. So Okoye is like, you know, this could be good. Get her out of the lab. Shuri really wants to go as well. So then Queen Ronda lets him go. Uh, so then they continue on and then we skip ahead to MIT. No, so first they oh, meet up right. with... Um, yes, Ross. So now they're going to the United States. They meet up with Everett Ross um, in the woods just to get information about who the scientist is. Yeah. So the man commits treason. Everett Ross, the FBI agent, uh, you know, who we've seen in the other uh, Marvel movies, he commits treason by yes. letting the Wakandan people know. He's like, okay, well, the scientist is right over here. And I get it. Like, Well, he yeah, because he has he owes his life to Shuri. Yeah, in the, exactly. In the first mm-hmm. uh, Black Panther, he gets shot in the spine, I believe. Yes. And they take him to Wakanda, the first outsider at that time, mm-hmm. um, to heal him. Yes. So he has a certain loyalty, both obviously to his... The United States, but mm-hmm. to the Wakandans. Yeah, and he also, I mean, the, and the Wakandans are good people for the most yeah. part. You know, like, obviously, political interests aside. Um, but they are good people. They want what's best. So that's also his mentality. So that's why he gives them the information and tells them where the scientist who developed the vibranium detecting machine is located. 
So yeah, that's when we meet Riri Williams. Mm-hmm. She is an MIT prodigy. Yes, nineteen-year-old um, MIT prodigy. Yeah, we meet her. Basically, she did some dude's homework. Yeah, and charged him. I think initially eight hundred dollars. Yeah, eight hundred dollars wrong. And then it was like the price done gone up. It's a thousand dollars. Yeah, like, no, Jesus. Like, oh God. But then yeah, yeah so like um, they see her and like first Shuri's like I I can handle this. Mm-hmm. I can pretend to be a student. I can get her on my side. Yeah. And Okoye says you got five minutes. Yep. So she goes, knocks on her door, um, and Riri immediately recognizes her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knows her. As and like, so like her guards down or whatever, and like she's letting Riri like she's letting Riri know that her class project, which is what it was, it wasn't mm-hmm. even something like she was really focusing on this this vibranium tracker. Yeah. Um, because of that, now people are looking for her. Yes. Both name. She says name. She mentions Namor. Yeah. But she says, but you you've been open. You're, you're no longer safe here. Yeah. Exactly. That's the big thing. She says you're no longer safe. You need to come with us to Wakanda. Yeah. And Riri was like, mm, no, nah, I'm good because like she tries to go in the bathroom. At first, she oh, says, no, so no, I feel like yeah. I, well, it was like iffy on whether I, she, she was going to hop out that window. I thought so she was going to hop out that. So she goes to the bathroom. She's yeah. like, all right, fine. The whole I'll listen to you yeah. and I'll go with you. I, let me just go to the bathroom first yeah. and collect my stuff. And she McCoy, was going to be right at that window if they let her go. So Okoye intercepts that. Yes. And Okoye somehow got in the bathroom ahead of time. Yeah. Climbed along. And then so up. like they convince her to go. Yeah. Uh, they go to Riri's garage mm-hmm. um, where they see her kind of prototypes yep. and different things like that. She's a very smart woman. Very smart. Yeah. Um, and then they're ambushed by the FBI. Yes. And so like there's this huge chase where mm-hmm. Riri... Um, she built an Iron Man suit. Reman built. She she's built an Iron Man suit, <laughs> yeah. so she escapes with that. Mm-hmm. Siri on a motorcycle. Okoye in um, Riri's dad's car, and then you find out later that this is a car that her and her dad worked on. Yeah, you don't know it's her dad's car at the time. You she, just know it's a yeah, car. Yeah, she, just she, she likes car. the car, yeah. and she's just like, "Hey, don't mess up that car. Yeah. Don't touch that car. It doesn't work." And they're like, "No, no, it works." And you find out later the importance of it yeah. in a very rushed fashion that kind of skips ahead of it. But, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah. So this chase through Boston mm-hmm. proceeds. And then, like, the, she said, she told them, like, we'll lose them in yeah. the Boston traffic. Yeah. So they go to cross a bridge and immediately get attacked by uh, the blue people, as yes. we'll call them. Like, so yeah. I, we, we can't call them Atlanteans because mm-hmm. that's not what they are. That's D.C. Yeah. We, they call them... T- Talokanians, or because yeah, are, Talokans, because they are from Talokan. Yeah, yeah Talokan. So, yeah, um, these. It's going to be so hard to say. Namor is telling me, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how. Well, well, actually, well, quick side before that even happens too, and this is also I recognize could bias my opinion on some stuff. Mm-hmm. Marvel was smart stuff. They would just be like, oh, if I just use a differential equation correctly, I know how to... Oh, yeah, walk, this. talking us through it like it's uh, the Martian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for me, like, so background as well as I was a math and science teacher here in D.C. I've taught oh, every yeah. math and science from like ninth grade on. So <laughs> Ironheart... Will hunting over no, here. <laughs> so Ironheart <laughs> flying through everything. If I calculate the differential equation correctly, and That's I'm funny. like, yeah, Spider-Man did the same shit yeah. around, and, like, uh, far from and No Way was, Home. There was an issue I had with that too. It was like, well, based on geometry and the Pythagorean thing, I'm like, all right, guys, like you're just saying stuff that you think will sound smart, but doesn't really make sense. And that does irk me a little bit. Fair. But, <laughs> so but they get ambushed. They get ambushed. So they've kind of escaped. Yep, they the, get away from the FBI. the FBI, but they get attacked by the Talo, uh, Namor's homies. Yeah. I'm not going to keep going. <laughs> we just beat the crap out of them. Literally. Yeah. So like, um, even though Okoye stands her ground against the, the three, like yeah. kind of three of the invaders, but the, the she big She stabs guy. three of them through the heart. I think his name is Atuma. Probably. The big guy, yeah, yeah, yeah like I think that. so. 
um, one of Namor's generals, he beats the crap. He be- but it's, it's, it's one of those things where like it's brute strength versus technique type of thing. Oh, that man also had technique and, and no, strategy. Versus yeah. Okoye's technique and his his, his brute strength kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, I get that dude still had technique too. Yeah, Some yeah, of the moves course, he was course, doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, but I'm so like um, Okoye <laughs> gets blasted off the um, again. <laughs> blasted <laughs> off the uh, the bridge, yep. Team Rocket style. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, Siri wakes up because after they ambush, Siri, both Siri and Riri have been knocked out. Yeah. Oh, because with that, the Talokans have this really cool water grenade. Yes. That's what they like. It's just, it's probably like this big. And then, like, whenever it blows up, it's just this huge explosive thing of water. Yeah. Yeah. So Siri wakes up and is like, she, there's a translator. So they're Mm -hmm. able to speak to one another. And she's like, she's just like, Take like I won't let you kill this girl. Take me to Namor. Yeah, I'm the princess of Wakanda. Yeah, it should have some diplomatic clout. Yeah, take instead of just killing her now, take us both to your undersea area. Yes. and they're like, okay, fine. So then we see some very terribly uh, CGI whales <laughs> cart them off, and you're like, okay, there you are, Shamu. But and they go. <laughs> yeah. So Okoye can't uh, obviously follow, so mm. she goes back to. Wakanda, well, first, well, I don't know if it's first, but the FBI mm-hmm. and the CIA kind of um, examine the crime scene. Examine the crime scene. Yeah. Everett Ross is there, as well as Valentina something. She's been showing up in different of the Phase 4 TV series. Yeah. She's basically creating her own I don't understand any of those. Yeah. <laughs> but find out that it that's his ex-wife. But yeah. The CIA is there. Everett finds these uh, Kamoyo beads that he's yes. familiar with because of he's you know Wakandans. been around the Wakanda. Yeah, they have the beads that were in the wrist that can basically miracle beads. They can resuscitate the dead. Yeah. They can communicate yeah. vitals. Everything. Yeah. So um, he takes them and recognizes that Wakandans had mm-hmm. something to do with it. Yes. And he kind of hides it to to make sure that they don't get blamed. For mm-hmm. it. Um, Okoye then goes. Back to Wakanda to yeah. report what what happened, mm-hmm. and I think that's what you were saying about um, the queen. Yeah, through her grip because she's her, grieving. She's, she's, she's lost literally her husband yep. in the first film, her son in this in the beginning of this mm-hmm. film, and now her daughter is MIA. Yeah, and she doesn't know if she's alive or dead. So it's just a rash decision, yes, but it's yes. all in grief. So she strips Okoye of her her rank mm-hmm. of the Dora Milaje. She's no longer in general. Yeah, and Okoye kind of pleads because of the fact that look. If you know Okoye, she is a warrior through yep, and through. Absolutely. And loyal, she's loyal to Wakanda to and the throne. So loyal, yeah. Um, but she kind of breaks character in a way mm-hmm. to plead yeah. for forgiveness and to be, you know, let me let me make this right. Yeah, even less for forgiveness of just like let me she says, let me die as a warrior fighting yeah. for Wakanda. She's mm-hmm. just like, this is like I get it, I messed up. All I want to do is make it right. And if I need to die to make it right, I'm gonna die to make it right. And Queen Ramonda is just like knock it out. Yeah. And this was what I was saying. It's like, I get it. And um, I'm so, I'm blanking on the actress's name. Uh, Angela Bassett. Yes. Angela Bassett. And she's a phenomenal actress. So this is nothing against her as an actress. For me, when I saw that from a character wise, and I was like, I had to rationalize it in my head. I was like, okay, well, no, she's grieving. As you said, mm-hmm. like she's grieving, she's working through all of this. And like, this is her last family member. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that she'll be a little extra rash, but you see her in the first movie and this movie, she is just like, the matriarch who mm-hmm. is capable of doing so. so you see her breaking point, and actually now I'm thinking about it, you see her breaking point. And that's well, powerful. I think that it makes sense. Right? Yeah, that's that's she she reached a breaking point. And that's yeah. a, that's a really powerful moment mm-hmm. is to see her that even though, even it's one of the things because she was like I'm queen. It was like yeah. she starts shouting, yeah, because of the fact that yeah, her being regal mm-hmm. and it's like so you don't have emotion. You obviously you think 
which yeah. even like mm-hmm. beat the all that. But, so seeing um, through that is really nice because you see her this entire time as this yeah. regal, caring person, or regal, caring, wise person. But underneath it, she's a human or a, a Wakandan who are also yeah, they're humans. Yeah, the Wakandans are humans, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but just making sure it wasn't like anything different. But, no, they're um, not like the Talokani. Like, yeah, exactly. Which seemed they're like a yeah completely different race now. But yeah, so yes. yeah, so uh, Okoye loses her rank, and mm-hmm. Queen Ramona out of Ramonda, sorry, mm-hmm. out of options visits Nakia. Yes. Um in uh, Haiti. Yes. And like because Nakia in the original film you find out she was like one of the war dogs for Wakanda. So mm-hmm. A spy. Yep, super like, spy. She yeah. can get, you know, in places, she can infiltrate where others can't. Yeah. So yeah. she tasked her with finding mm-hmm. um Siri. Mm-hmm. And at the same time what is it? Oh and at the same time you see um Shuri in like she's being held captive captive yeah. mm-hmm. um somewhere. Yes. And she has a, a meeting with Namor, uh, Namor mm-hmm. and he's just explaining. Basically, he gives his backstory and you mm-hmm. see like, so the story of his people. Yes. So in 1571, yes. I'm sorry, that, am I wrong? Before 1600s. It was before the 1600s. So it was 16th century something. Is it? Hold on, I'm sorry, I sure. have it here. So as he finds that date, so his people, um, when the Spanish came over, because they were yeah, 1571. Mayans. Yes, it was. Yeah. Sorry, I, I watched the other. Yeah, yes. yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So in 1571, the Mayans are being attacked by like I guess, Spanish conquistadors, yes. who are spreading smallpox and disease, which is a very real thing. Um, you know, handing out smallpox blankets to indigenous populations to kill people and you know help diffuse fighting. And so one yeah. of their shamans yes. uh, prays to their god, and then he gets a vision. Kalo Khan. is that what it was? I think so. Yeah, they, and they call him. They they, I'm they call sure, like, Namor that. They call Namor that, but I'm no, pretty they, sure they, they call him Kuk. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what uh, I want to say it in the accent. Yeah, appropriation. But um, <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, he prays to their gods, mm-hmm. and he gets a vision about this plant. Yeah. Which is very similar to the heart shaped herb yeah. found in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And so like he creates this elixir and to give it to his people. Yeah. And the one person that's kind of hesitant about it is Namor's mother because she's yes. pregnant with she, him at the time. She doesn't know what it's gonna do and to the baby. Yeah. But so like um she gets convinced. Mm-hmm. Um well first uh the the um the shaman makes her a bracelet yes. as kind of like a peace offering type of thing, using some of the the strands from the the herb that they yes. found. Yep. And then, so she takes it mm-hmm. and everybody gets sick. It seems like, mm-hmm. but when they wake up, they can no longer breathe the air, but yep. they can extract the oxygen from the water. They got gills. So because of that, these, their people are able to retreat away from mm-hmm. the, the people who have, who have been invading them to the water where nobody can find them. Yep. And they start, they build up an entire empire mm-hmm. underneath the sea where they're just at peace. Yeah. And then, so, like, Namor is born, and he's, like, he's your, the first mutant, which is interesting. Yeah. They mm-hmm. actually finally say it in the MCU. Yeah, which is Because cool. there was inklings about it in um, with Professor X in yeah. uh, Multiverse of Madness. And then it was mentioned in Miss Marvel mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But nobody has ever said the word. Yeah. word. Um, because all the other people, they're blue skin, they have gills. Namor is born. He doesn't have blue skin, but he has pointed ears that point towards the heavens. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have gills. But and he has winged uh, winged ankles, ankles, yeah. yes, kind of like Hermes uh, boots, like you know, like yeah. in Greek mythology, mm-hmm. Hermes boots would let him fly very fast. All and so, place. like he he, you know, remains young, yep. but the people around him grow old. And and he lives his, forever now. One of his mom, his mother, she's telling, she's told him stories. He mentioned um, uh, his mother told him stories about Wakanda, so mm-hmm. that's why he was so excited to visit it when mm-hmm. he made that threat to them mm-hmm. early in the film. Yeah, but his mom's last wish was to be, to be buried in her homeland. Now, yes. Obviously. 
Under the Sea is where they made their home, but that's not where she was born. Yes. So, like, for the first time in decades, mm-hmm. his people return to the service to bury his mother, and they see how the Spanish conquistadors have really ravaged the land yep. and enslaved the people. Yes. Yeah, but and slavery, they have uh, people being whipped on the um, plantations. Yeah. And, then. and so, like, he buries his mother, and then the the conquistadors try to attack, and he just slaughters all of yeah, them. Yeah, he and three dudes kill all of them. They, they because, that. Because, oh, because they were given enhanced strength as well as the ability to breathe yes. underwater. Mm-hmm. The the uh, Talocanians. Yes, and so like the guy calls him something in Spanish mm-hmm. that means basically the um son of like a son of no love or something. Yeah, because like Amor is uh, Amor. Spanish, yeah, so, so no, like, not nah. nah, yeah. So yeah. he gets his name Nam- Namor mm-hmm. from no love. Yeah, and that's what he tells Spanish. everyone to call. That's, so that's what he tells people to call. Yeah. Um, so you find out that backstory and like the story of his people and him explaining how he is just trying to protect his people. He has always had a hate for the surface world because from that moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, which makes all the sense. Like I get it. Um, and then he, Shuri says being once again, both diplomatic and kind of like trying to protect, Mm -hmm. uh, she even says like, don't kill Riri to just take me instead. Yes. Um, just kind of be really diplomatic. Um, and so, but she says she wants to see your home. Yes. So he does a little joke about how, like, if we go down there, your bones will break or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. He goes, but we have a suit. But we have a suit for you. It's fine. <laughs> Which is the same suit from the scientist they killed earlier. <laughs> like, they did not have a suit until, like, two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were confused. It's like, how the hell did y'all get down yeah, here? Yeah, it was like, what in the world? Yeah. <laughs> um, so he takes Shuri, and it was like, he takes him to his homeland, and mm-hmm. you see... Dalo Khan. Yes. And it is just it's a beautiful place. Beautiful. The same, very similar to Wakanda. And it's just yeah. the, the similarities between Wakanda and Dalo Khan are very, like, are there because of the fact that it's just these people that tried to mm-hmm. get away from oppression. Yes. And just to just live peaceful. Yeah. And you see that it was just like, um, the bartering in the market, people mm-hmm. like growing, people playing games. Yeah, um, they're playing. Have you seen? Um, it was it wrote a wrote to yeah wrote to Colorado, Colorado yeah. the classic. I guess it's a Mayan Mayan or Aztec, but they were Mayan. But yeah, the Mayan game where you hit the ball through the hoop with your hips. You can't yeah. use your hands. They're mm-hmm. playing that underwater, which is really cool. Yeah. I will say something with this is there. People, everyone has blue skin above the land, yes. but in the water, it looks like the blue skin is no longer there. In my personal opinion, it's a hundred percent because you can't see blue skin underwater with those shots. So mm-hmm. they're just like, "Oh crap, uh, it's fine because <laughs> we'll just make it when they're underwater. They're not blue skin anymore." I'm like, "No, no, no." I yeah. let it. I just submitted my disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much. You know, hey, but that's just something I saw. Yeah, so Siri is fascinated by yeah, this for sure. And um, then you see. Uh, what is oh another thing I noticed they do the um this kind of symbol yeah. it's like the Power Rangers Kamehameha but it's like oh, yeah, or the Power Rangers basically it's yeah. uh the claw the shark's head or whatever yeah. like. mm-hmm. um and it's very similar once again the similarities to Wakanda how they do the, the Wakanda forever yeah the crossing of your hands they do the kind of the the clasping of theirs yeah so they do the Kamehameha so um. He says that he wants an alliance mm-hmm. with the Wakanda because of the vibranium. They have a connection. Yes. So like when he wages war against the surface world, he wants Wakanda's help. Yes. And if not, he will lay waste to Wakanda. He'll kill Wakanda first if they don't come. Um, yeah. yeah. So then there's that. And then like, um, uh, so Nakia is on her kind of like yeah. on her spy missions. She mm-hmm. visits somewhere in, I can't, I can't remember the place. I didn't write it down. Yeah. But she speaks of tales of namor mm-hmm. because that, that it literally is just a local legend he is a god in this yes in this uh in this in this side of the world and so she locates siri mm-hmm. 
and is able to rescue her. Yeah. Um, but before she does that, like um, the people that are guarding, there's two women guarding both Siri and Riri in this underwater cavern. And Nakia warns, wounds, Jesus, wounds one of them. Kills both. No, no. Well, she, I think she stuns. Oh, maybe uh, she, she, killed, she killed the yeah. first one. And then the other one had um, Shuri at knife point, she yeah. said. And then in the Wakandan language, she says, Shuri, move your left arm. And then she kills the other one with the yeah. gun too. But Shuri, knowing that mm-hmm. what this means to Namor, because she's only the only one that had the conversation, she's just like trying to save this woman. Yeah. But uh, Nakia's like, we don't have time. Yes. And also, have- I mean, at point blank range with the sonic air weapon that yeah, she yeah, had, yeah, yeah. that's lethal. But yeah, so they get out, but Shuri's like, oh no, this is, means war. Because also, Ramonda used a distraction. She called Namor to the yes. surface to give Nakia time to mm-hmm. get in there, kill yeah. the two people, and rescue them. And he realizes this, and so... War against Wakanda. He has a war, so <laughs> they attack in the morning. Yeah. Um, decimate them. They mess them up. Decimate them, and then uh, he throws one of their water bombs at mm-hmm. the queen... And they are just like submerged underwater. Yep. She and her in her last effort saves Riri because yep. she's once again, like you said, no matter how um she was grieving in that mm-hmm. moment with Okoye, she is still very strong, legal. Yes, she's a mother figure, like yep. she's a matriarch and all these different things. So her first thought was to save this child, this innocent child. Yeah. And so that is her last her last act before she passes. They she try does. to resuscitate her, but they cannot. Yeah. Um, and so you find you find yourself at another funeral visit. Very similar. And that was very interesting that they did kind of two in the same film. Mm-hmm. Um well, to really show, especially for Shuri, like how much loss she's had. Yes. And that's again when I'm talking from a character arc. Again, I applaud uh, Letitia Wright's portrayal of Shuri and what the Marvel movie did with Shuri is as it was going along, just to see, like, she lost her brother in the first part. Now she loses her mother, and she is completely lost. Because when, um, during the funeral, um, the leader Umbaku. of the Bara tribe, Mbaku, comes and chats with her and mm-hmm. says, I promised your brother I would give you yes. advice and be mm-hmm. here for you. And you kind of see, like, Shuri wants war. Shuri wants yeah. vengeance mm-hmm. now at this point in time. She wants nothing but revenge, which isn't what, you know, he would want for his people and mm-hmm. also isn't necessarily what... Others would want, but he's like, I'm here to help. Yeah. And then the elders want to come. Uh, yeah, we'll say, so, yeah, he, he came to her first to say, one, just to give her counsel, but two, to say that the elders are now trying to retreat from Wakanda because Namor made a threat after mm-hmm. um, it's, you know, you see that the queen has died. Mm-hmm. He says, you have a week. Yes. And then I will be back. Yeah. He says, so bury your dead, grieve them and all this stuff. And then we will return. Yeah. And you better be on our side because if you're not, yeah. we're going to kill all of you. Yes. Yeah. So... Now the elders want to retreat because mm-hmm. they just want to give Namor what he wants for the people. Yeah, Siri, like you said, she's gone through all this loss, so she's like, no, 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 no. We, I want Namor dead. Mm-hmm. So she goes back to her lab to kind of to um, to strategize and plan. Yep. And this is when you see it's very interesting. Uh, it's the similarities to um, Spider Man during uh, Far From Home, okay, and how like a lot of people hated the fact that in the the Homecoming. When Iron Man gave him his Spidey suit, mm-hmm. it, it took away from who the character of Spider-Man is, right? He's yeah. a friendly neighbor of Spider-Man. And so, like, in Far From Home, he makes his own spider suit yes. and stuff like that. So you see the same with Riri. Now that she has... Because she's very intelligent, but she mm-hmm. doesn't have the resources. Yeah. She's like... They said even when she made the Wakanda, the vibranium um, finding machine or whatever, yeah. it was... From scrapyards yeah, and like junkyards. And car stuff mechanic. Like she was a car mechanic. So she yeah. used car parts and junkyard parts. So now like she has the lab at Wakanda to truly mm-hmm. create her suit. Yes. The Ironheart suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see um, as well. So while um, 
she's working on that. They also come up with the understanding, like a battle tactic for Namor, how to yes. kill him. Because they realize that he doesn't have gills that he can still somehow breathe underwater uh, and breathe in the air. It's because his skin is absorbing oxygen yes. and they have the whole, it's diffusion. And again, it's, yes. Diffuse, that was cool. Okay. Okay. Again, that was cool to come across, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah the her uh, walking us through your equation on how you're going to take out a, a drone. Yeah. yeah. Just shoot it. Dum dum. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. Fair. But, um, so yeah, you see re-rebuilding that in order to combat Namor and then Shuri's hard at work trying to, create the synthetic the heart-shaped heart herb, herb. Yeah. and she realizes she's been given uh, the bracelet from Namor's mother which has a strand from that original yeah, herb was, uh, the, yeah the string that connected and tied it was made from the herb yeah, yes so she uses that and recreates the heart-shaped herb yep uh, it glows which is how you know it works yep. um she takes it as most things that's how you know most it, things if it glows it works oh, uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> um so she takes it and be it's very interesting so she goes through this Kind of a a um, an abridged version of the ritual for, to become the the Black mm-hmm. Panther. So usually you take the herb and you're buried, yeah, and you'll wake up in the ancestral plane. And when you arise, you should have the powers of the Black Panther, yeah. But it's just in her lab, so she lays down, she takes it, she doesn't get buried mm-hmm. because once again, she's not, doesn't is not truly all the way sold into the spiritual thing, yep, the absolutely. ancestral plane, anything like that. But being that she's going through all those laws, she's lost in her entire family, yep. Um, she's hoping to see them on the ancestral plane. Mm-hmm. And so she wakes up and she's underwater, which is very interesting. Yes, absolutely. Um, but it's also, I think it's, it's the, that, that ancestral plane moment is very, it's connected to the person. So mm-hmm. like T'Challa went to the, to the, to the kind of the motherland where all the Panthers were. Yes. Killmonger went back to the apartment where he yep. lived with his family. Absolutely. So it's just, and now Shuri goes back to the, mo- to the, um, to the uh, throne room mm-hmm. where her or her mother died. Where her mother, she wakes up underwater just like her mother was underwater, and like sw- you have a good parallel. Yeah, when her mother grabs Riri and is swimming up, Shuri awakens underwater, and you see her swim up, mm-hmm. and then there's the decimated throne room, and then she thinks there's someone sitting, sitting in the throne, throne yeah. and she goes up and she's like, okay, trying to see who it is, and who is it? Killmonger. Killmonger. No, this is yeah. very interesting too because I do appreciate they didn't do the whole talking about um, CGI with for yes, the child. exactly. Um, it was very nice. It was just let him, you know, rest. We mm-hmm. don't need any archive footage, any CGI. Just let him rest. Mm-hmm. But it's also interesting for the story yep. because she was hoping to see somebody from her family. Exactly. She does technically. She yep. sees her cousin. Yep. And he's goes on and on about how she doesn't want like. Mm-hmm. Uh, T'Challa was all talk. His his her father was a liar. Her father was a hypocrite. T'Challa was too noble, too noble. Yeah, and he was, was like, what is? But he took care of business. Yes, and that's why she saw done. him. Yes, because she didn't want necessarily because deep down, like subconsciously, yeah. she wants that vengeance. She yes. wants payback. So that's why, even though she wanted to see her family, and that would have been a reprieve for her. It's no, no, no. She wants payback. She wants vengeance. So who also in her family that she would see wanted payback and vengeance? Killmonger. Yes. So because of that, she sees him. Yes, and he gives her this like speech. It was just like, "Who are you going to be? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to be noble like your brother? Or are you going to get things done like? Are you going to take care of business like?" And then me? like she wakes up and she's just very angry because yep. of the fact that even though she didn't believe in the ancestral mm-hmm. plane, yeah, to reach it and still not see what she thought she'd see her family. Yeah. She's angry. And then also because of who she saw. Yep. Yeah. And then like, so, but she refuses to say who, but she's like very angry mm-hmm. and she punches a mannequin and it <laughs> flies to the wall. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, well, that part worked. Yeah. Well, you got your powers at least. You might not like what you see, but you are the black, new Black Panther. 
Um, yeah. And so, and that's when I think Riri talking about like she didn't have much character development, but she was very much like every now and then mm-hmm. she had comedic. Um, yeah. Well, so with that too, because she was in everything. Yeah. Like all of a sudden it was like, for me, part of me was like, why are you in everything? Mm-hmm. Like why, like of everyone that could be with you right now, mm-hmm. why is it Nakia and Riri? Yeah. I, I was just like, that felt a little Well, really made sense because she was in a lab. Yeah, I guess. Okoye has obviously been, like, disbarred. Yeah, so she's no longer around. But, but yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, like, now um, she creates her own Black Panther suit. And yep. there's, like, um, like you said, the elders were have retreated to Jabari, Jabari mm-hmm. um, to avoid the, the wrath of Namor. Yeah. And they're all arguing about what they should do. Mbaku's like, I know I invited y'all to my house, yeah, yeah, yeah. but y'all yeah. eating on my food. Yeah, no, right? It's like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Two takeout plates? Uh. <laughs> and so, like, um, she uh, she returns as the Black Panther, and she's yep. like, now we have our protector back, so, yeah. like, Namor can't stop us. Mm-hmm. We know how to fight him. Yeah. We, we, we're going to go to war. Yeah. And, like, interestingly enough, Mbaku, who was originally was like, we need to kill Namor mm-hmm. when they first got introduced to this man from under the sea. Yep. Fishman. Fishman. We need to kill him, but now yeah. he's kind of changed his tune, and he's like, understanding that Namor is a god to these people. He's yes. not just a king. He's mm-hmm. not the president or something like that. If he goes down, there will be no one to stop his people. Exactly. It'll be and it's, I think it's world. interesting to understand that in war, because yeah. there's very often, it's just like, I don't know why people have that idea like this, and especially in Hollywood, it was just mm-hmm. like, oh, if we kill their leader, they'll stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, this is a whole, you know, this, these aren't people who all of a sudden are like, oh, our leader's done. All right, well, all right, cool, tell us whatever. No, no, the, yeah, like Darth Vader leader. goes down and all the stormtroopers are like, oh, yeah, all right, you're I right. guess you guys went. Yeah, no. It would be a crusade. It'd be a holy war. These people would then oh. stop at nothing to kill all the Wakandans. Um, so she convinces him, like, and this is where you see her vengeance yeah. as Killmar, and she's like, well, either you get down to lay down on some state property shit. Yeah, like, uh, she doesn't really convince him, she tells him. Yes. She's like, that's nice, I'm glad you have an opinion, good for you. However, shut the fuck up, we're, mm-hmm. going, to, we're going to war with Namor. And so, yeah. like, they have this strategy where they're gonna isolate Namor mm-hmm. to dry him out yep. so that he, he loses his powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, they... Pretend as if um, somebody is utilizing the vibranium searching tool in yep. the ocean again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of the Talokanians go there, like the army goes there mm-hmm. um, to stop it. And they have this sonic, um, the sonic uh, amplifier to kind of mess with their hearing, mess with and, their hearing and, and like stuff their, like that. Yeah. And then like Namor comes out and they're able to like, so this huge battle, and actually mm-hmm. not huge battle ensues. It's really not that huge. Yeah. At first. Yeah. Um, because they've kind of subdued the uh, Talokanians. they can't. They can't. They got to get out of the water, mm-hmm. and then they're just kind of trapped on the side of this vessel that the Wakandans have yeah. in the water, which pissed me off. It was like they are in the water. Yeah. Why? Why are you? Why is your vessel even touching the yeah, water? Exactly. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, like, how do you not Obi Wan this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because now it's like they have the sonic amplifier going, and Shuri is just like, all right, cool, y'all do your thing. I'm not going to fight Namor. Yes. So she does trap him in the ship because they make an evaporator yes. coil to like. Dry him out so he can't really breathe anymore and he gets weaker. And she just completely flies off yes. all to do her battle. Yeah, so once he, she has Namor, that's all they need because once yep. again, this idea that like we take out your leader, you're done. Yeah. So as the Wakandans are trying to evacuate, yeah. they did somebody, and it's it's Namora, his yeah, uh, yeah. second mm-hmm. in, in command, uh, Namor's second in command, yep. disables the sonic amplifier mm-hmm. and disables the ship. Yeah. So now the Wakandans can't retreat. Yeah. So now the Talokanians attack. The so ship. They get killed. 
so like the this is yeah. the the big Marvel CGI fight. Yeah, not CGI too it's, much because of the well, I guess the blue. Yeah, but um, still. Yeah. So you have that fight on that vessel with, and then there's the one on ones. There's Shuri versus Namor, mm-hmm. which they're they're in the ship, and he starts destroying the ship. So yep. she's like, "Get us to land, get us to the yeah. desert." And so, this fight's brutal, by the way. But going back to the Wakandans, especially yeah. once the ship gets disabled, mm-hmm. you have all these Wakandans like falling in the water, and the Talokans are just spearing yeah. the crap out. Exactly. Of them. So like, and but so as you get this huge like CGI battle, you mm-hmm. have a rematch between Okoye and Atuma. Yep. But Okoye now has a special suit. Yes, it's the Midnight. Uh, Midnight Avenger. Midnight of something like Angel. Midnight Angel. Midnight yes. Angel. Yeah. Um, this suit because she's since she's like traditional and old school with the Dora Milaje, she doesn't want. Any enhancements to the the uniform? Yeah. She doesn't think she needs it. But this is like a super she, suit. She finally relents, so she's going up against him. Uh, Riri is going up against Namora, yep. the um, uh, Namor second in command, and the Namor versus Siri. Yes, and they're on land, so he's weakened, but he is not out. Nope. And they fight, and he uh, stabs her with a spear, which pissed me off because it was like, how do you not see it? Yeah. Now, yeah. Granted, I'm in the audience, so like obviously the movie is like, look, look. Yeah. Um, so he stabs her, and he's saying he's dehydrated he needs yep. water so yeah. he starts stumbling he back. underestimates her yes like even before like he loses uh one of his uh oh yeah kids when he's kind of like standing over her he's like he kind of feels like he has her beat and all of a sudden she like slices off one of his uh you know, wings, wings yeah. on one of his ankles and like he totally underestimates her a little mm-hmm. bit because even with all the abuse he took he still stabs her and still kind of beats her yeah. pretty well and so he turns his back on her to go get water mm-hmm. and um she sees Killmonger again saying, yep. what are you going to do? Who are you yep. going to be? Mm-hmm. And so she um, releases herself from the from the spear yeah. and jumps in front of him and does the Wakanda Forever salute, mm-hmm. which triggers the um, the jet engines yep. on the, the ship. To now burn. And it burns Namor, really, really injuring him. But he's yep. not dead because he's yeah. very, you know, kind of indestructible. Mm-hmm. But now she stands over him with the spear. Yes. And she's going to take him out. And she's hearing... Um, Killmonger in her head, but then she also hears her mother. Yeah, and she sees her mother and in ancestral plane. Yes, yeah. And it's interesting. She says what Ramonda says the same line that she said to Black Panther in the original. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. T'Challa in the first Black Panther when he's fighting Baku mm-hmm. at the ritual combat. Yeah, says, show show them who you are. Yes, yeah. And that the same way it gave uh, T'Challa like that second wind and that mm-hmm. extra strength. It. Breaks it, it. It breaks something that vengeance yes. in in um in uh Shuri. So she just says, um, and I wrote it down. What did she say? Uh, it vengeance has consumed us. Yes, uh, we can't let it consume our people. Yeah. So instead of just outright killing him as mm-hmm. it was the plan, and that's what she wanted her vengeance. Yeah. She says yield. Yes, and I promise to keep the secret of of Talokan. Yeah, the world will never know. You will always be safe. Yes, and. Namor accepts. Accepts. Yeah. And so, like, they fly back together, yeah. and he gets his people to stop yeah. and says there's an alliance. Yeah. But we also see with all of this, all the Wakandan army that they brought, they're all dead. Yes. There's, like, now mm-hmm. eight people, ten people yeah. left alive from the Wakandans. And you really see the destructiveness of Shuri's vengeance here. Yeah. And I like mm-hmm. that. I mean, you really see, like, she wanted vengeance. She was willing to risk everything for her search of vengeance. And because she did this... Her people suffered, mm-hmm. and she, like she herself, suffered internally, and her people suffered. And when they go back, you're just like, "Oh man!" Like I, that kind of washed over me. Yeah. Like, holy crap! Like you really lost a lot here. That's interesting. It was, I felt the same in the original Black Panther when mm-hmm. it was it was basically Wakandans versus Wakandans. Yeah, 
and very much that it was brother versus brother, like a civil war type of thing. Yeah. Um, so yes, there's a an alliance between mm-hmm. Talo Khan and Wakanda, and yep. then this I get what you're saying. It kind of wrapped up very quickly. Yeah, so you have all of this going, and I think all of this took two hours and twenty minutes to make yeah. or to finish from movie. Mm-hmm. And now the rest of all these other storylines we've told you about, we're finished in the next ten. Yeah. So uh, Riri goes back to MIT, but she's yep. not allowed to take her. Her um, Ironheart suit. But we'll, I guess we'll see how that affects her in her show. Um, Everett Ross, who got arrested for mm-hmm. um, his treason, yep. gets uh, rescued rescue him. by yeah. uh, Okoye. Okoye. Um, and then you see... Um, oh, Namor like, has a scene in Talo Khan where yep. his, one of his second-in-command is like, how... like they Because once again, since they follow him as yeah. a guy, they would have died for him. Yeah. How could than, you kneel to the Wakandans? Yes. Yeah. And he just says, and it's very ambiguous, it was just like... Wakanda has no allies. Yep. The world wants uh, vibranium. They're probably going to attack them. Yeah. And when the world attacks Wakanda, they're going to have to come to us. Because which means that, you know, uh, they're going. There's going to be. They a, need someone to help. Yeah. There's yeah. going to be a uh, an attack on Talokan to the service world. Yeah. So now they're just lying in wait. Mm-hmm. Because also too, if the rest of the world doesn't know about the Talokans, mm-hmm. they think all this stuff that's been happening over the entire movie of Americans getting killed. Other people getting killed were all Wakandans. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the world, besides Wakanda, believes that Wakanda is responsible for killing everyone else. Yes. And then also to go with the Riri part, um, before she goes back to Cambridge, as with the car, you we haven't talked about the car, we haven't thought about the mm-hmm. car, and all of a sudden Sherry's like, "Hey, I know what you really want after all of this. Mm-hmm. You want that car back, huh?" And then like Riri's like, "Oh yeah, that was," and like she means it heartfelt. She's like, that was my dad's car. You know, that was the one thing I had left of him. All the parts, but because it felt such like. To me, such like a throwaway at the end because you didn't feel like if she had said anything in the beginning about that's my dad's car, please be careful with it. Just say that one line Mm. in the very beginning of the movie. So then you see it's even better, like later. And then when she's in the cave, just give her again five seconds to say, like, do you know if the car is okay? Like, say, this is my dad's car in the beginning. Do you know if my car is okay in the middle? And then it's not. So she's upset. But then at the end, oh, no, the car is fixed now. Oh, wow. That seems really nice. That's fair. Yeah. So that was my complaint with the end part and like everything wrapped up. But now we have arguably one of the best scenes in the entire nice. movie coming. Um, yeah. So Shuri. Uh, so there's another ritual to mm-hmm. uh, to crown the next Black Panther, leader yep. of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And, and you assume it's going to be Shuri. Mm-hmm. The ship arrives and it's M'Baku. Mm-hmm. Which is left ambiguous as well because you don't yeah. know if Shuri sent him. Because he says he wants a challenge. Yes. Yes. So it's just like you don't know if Shuri sent him um, to be the next you know leader of Wakanda or he's just kind of trying to usurp the throne. Which is very mm-hmm. interesting because he's, he's done that in the comics. Yes. Um, and so, but you do see Shuri has visited uh, Haiti. Yes. To see Nakia. To again. see Nakia. And like, so first she kind of, she finally does the ritual to mm-hmm. burn the funeral garb to kind of like let go of her grief. Yep. And so she sits there, she's in tears and she's remembering all that she's lost. Yeah, her she, mother, her mm-hmm. brother. Um, and you get another uh, reel of uh, Chadwick Boseman's. Yeah. And great, then great scene. It she's goes, crying. The, yeah, yeah. It goes to black and then you get the credits. And then in a post credit scene, mm-hmm. Mid credit scene, not mid, post. So there's no post credit scene. Don't stay to the very end of the credits. But there is a mid credit scene yes. um, where Nakia and mm-hmm. a little boy come up. Yes, and she says, "Oh, this is your aunt." Yes, or whatever. And it was like, "Oh, I was, I was sitting there the whole time. Like I didn't know yeah. how." 
family units worked. I said, yeah, yeah. aunt, wait a minute. Yeah, aunt, this yeah, is when I started yeah. doing the, um, the equations. All right, aunt, yeah. and that means that yeah. her brother has <laughs> used diffusion here. You got to diffuse it backwards. Yeah, diffuse the differential equation. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, she's, so you realize this is uh, King T'Challa's son. Yes. And he says his name is, I can't remember. Tusain. Tusain. Tusain or Tusain. 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 That's his, uh, his Haitian, Haitian name. name. Yeah. But his real name is T'Challa. Yes. King, sorry, son of King T'Challa. Yes. And it was like, holy mm-hmm. shit. And he's just smiling. He's mm-hmm. an adorable kid. He is. Yeah. He is such a cute kid. And, like, he's just beaming mm-hmm. up. And while you have this emotional moment with Shuri and Nakia and, uh, I don't, T'Challa uh, Jr. And yeah. it's just such a good scene. And it's interesting. I was reading something earlier. It was like, it was the first time that Shuri smiled yeah. in, the, in the movie. Uh, I guess maybe she smiled hanging out with... Um, Okoye? Or uh, Riri? Uh, Riri a yeah. bit. But it was, like, a, a genuine smile. So, yeah. End of the movie. Yep. So now, and, and, yeah, and no post credits scene. No post-credits. remember that. So, but yeah, um, yeah. So, kind of as our way to finish up, Mike, would you like to change your rating or your review at all? After uh, okay, I will. Okay, I said four, four and a half. Mm-hmm. I will give it a solid four mm-hmm. because there, there were, um, there were some like inconsistencies yeah. and stuff like that. Like I said, anytime it didn't have to do with the Wakandans. Uh, or the Talokarnians, mainly Namor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did kind of, so that's Everett Ross, that's Valentina. Yeah. Even some of the Riri stuff, it, like, it kind of dragged the movie. So yeah. I'll, I'll give it a, a four. Okay. But like I said, I still liked it uh, um, better than uh, yeah, the original Black For Panther. sure. And I would say from a Marvel movie, and again, from my closeout, is Marvel movie, uh, I think Marvel did a great job of trying something that's not in a lot of Marvel movies. Even the CGI battles weren't quite as big, in yeah. my opinion. Mm-hmm. It, this was a much bigger movie with more emotion. It was more emotionally large than other Marvel movies. And I will up from a three and a half to a 3.75. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just making a difference. No, no. Are we doing fractions now? <laughs> uh, point three, 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 three. Uh, but no, again, uh, from the emotional portrayals of all the characters was phenomenal. Uh, and again, I do highly think... I highly recommend everyone see it. Yes. And I'd be, uh, depending on how my Saturday is working, we might be seeing it again with some other <laughs> friends. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you would like to get in contact with us, we are the Two Meddling Kids. That is our Twitter and our Instagram. If you want to email us, you can do two meddling kids at gmail.com or ask uh, dot two, the number two, meddling kids pod at gmail.com. Please, we would love to hear from you. Uh, we also have our TikTok is Ed Hunt, or that's mine. But, all right, two meddling kids. Two meddling kids on TikTok. Uh, we've been right now. We have our podcast dropping on Mondays. We have guest that movie on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're thinking of another uh, little fun TikTok or short for Wednesdays and Fridays, uh, and then that's going to be dropped on YouTube. So yeah, check out our podcast on YouTube, Spotify, or Anchor. Um, and we're also doing shorts on YouTube, shorts or reels on Instagram, and TikTok videos too. Again, we are the two meddling kids. So we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to reach out to me personally, I'm EdHunt77 on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I think I might have found my artist for my comic. We'll see. <laughs> and Mike, how can they reach you? Uh, you can reach me on Instagram at Days from Legendary. Cool. And we'd love to hear from you anytime. Uh, coming up, you'll see what we got coming up. We'll have another drop on Monday. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.